0: It again, it's been a while. Welcome to the broski deadless podcast.
1: It's your boy Kiko Flow Kiko and Johnny Boy DJ BJ, the darkest DJ of all times. If you wanna have a crazy experience and you're experimenting maybe with Methadone, that's like right, I think that's what killed Michael Jackson. Then you gotta go to one of these concerts. Oh, you know, a musical genius. A motherfucking master of the metaphors. Today we got you with a movie review with the crew. What? Movie review Ooh. with the crew. What? Movie review with the crew. Ah. And do we have a movie? Do we got the movie? Mm. I don't know if that was the accent. I was... <laughs> all quiet in the western front.
0: <laughs> it, sounded, it sounded like you were doing the all quiet in the Kazakhstan front.
1: <laughs> all, it's all the quiet in the... <laughs>
0: This movie actually starts like a rap song,
1: like I, I would actually start writing like a rap song like that. Like, it's all quiet in a Western front. Mm. Let me take them back. Let me buy a gun. Boom. Mm. Germany's coming, yo. What the fuck? <laughs> snitzel, oh, Snitzel. It's <laughs> no, no. Um. So all quiet in the Western front. It's a German movie. I okay. believe is German produced, uh. Mm-hmm. But the language in it. It's in German. And it has to do with the World War One. World War it's on Netflix. Hopefully you already saw it. We're putting these episodes ahead of time so that you can have time to watch the movie and then listen to the podcast, which is the best way to enjoy these movie reviews. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a very interesting film. First of all, you don't really see films of World War One. Normally, World War II is most of the movies. I think it's a little bit more appealing for entertainment because World War II... It's a little bit more modern, so you had more of the plane fights, you had a little bit more of of what we consider modern warfare, which is not the Call of Duty game. <laughs> and World War One is a little bit more boring in that sense, because it was a lot of trench trench uh, war, uh, a lot of just gory death, and, and it wasn't as, uh, you know, like Pearl Harbor, or those movies of World War II. But not only was this movie of World War One, I, I feel like I'm learning English when I have to fucking say World War. Not only is it a movie about World War One, right, mm-hmm. where, again, we don't really have that many stories of it or that many movies that, you know, show it. But mm-hmm. it's also from the German side, mm-hmm. which is another rare. We, we rarely see movies. There are some of them. There's one about about Hitler that's really good. It's a German movie, The Downfall. I've been meaning to review that one. And that one is in German too. But yeah, normally you get the hero story, like the good side. But you never get to see the other side. And I thought it was so interesting in this movie to see the German side. You actually, I mean, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong or if you think differently, but I sympathize, and I think people sympathize with the main character of the movie. And and you know, for all intents and purposes, we're supposed to not like that side, right? Because at the end of the day, that was supposed to be the side of Germany attacking the allies and shit. But the way that I felt about this movie and the reason why I love this so much is because it tells you a human story and you kind of forget that they're supposed to be the bad guys or that they were the bad guys because at the end of the day, the people that are in it, most of them, they're just fighting for their country and they think they're doing the good thing. And a lot of them are good people that have similar... Uh, needs as a similar one, similar entertainment, and he just, you, you feel like shit when you're looking at this kid transforming his mind through this violent endeavor that he actually didn't even think it was gonna be like that. I, at least at the beginning of the movie, it almost felt like, "Oh, we're going to war. This is cool." And I, <laughs> this motherfucker realizes pretty quickly that, you know, this ain't no games. This, okay.
0: this ain't pretty cool. <laughs> So yeah, let me shut the fuck up a bit. Give me your first thoughts. Oh man, um, wow. Well, where to where to start? I I thought in the beginning of the movie, it was gonna be like a, like a Tarantino thing where they start at the end and then it's and then we go to the, go to the beginning and then we see the progression of how it goes. But in actuality, it ends up being a a cycle. Like you are seeing the end of one story and the beginning of another you know like you're seeing the end of the people that are already there and then it progressing into the beginning of the the main character and and the crew of the main character in this case and and then their progression to their end and and so forth and then like you know the it's, the, it's that that grinding cycle of of war um that 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 consumes these people in its entirety um fuck you you like there's there's never really okay to say that there's a bad guy and a good guy or a bad side and a good side is you, you don't really get the sense of of why these people are fighting for the most part these people volunteer to fight to, to defend their country, but but they're not really defending their country because they're in, initiating like a, like a takeover. It's, it's like the imperialism era where everyone, everybody wants to expand by taking other people's things. So I, I don't blame the soldiers for what happened. I blame more of like the hierarchy, the monarchy, like the people that are like up right. and making the decisions to do this. Cause none of them are, are fighting
1: at this there's... stage i believe is the austro-hungarian uh, um, empire uh... empire and the german empire which eventually sort of became one mm-hmm,
0: and, mm-hmm.
1: and yeah it was expansion um it, we're going to have to have like a regular podcast for this thing that i'm going to talk <laughs> about right now which is how did it actually i mean there's there's many reasons why world war 1 started there's a lot but, of factors yeah, but the 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 you know the spark that blew mm-hmm. that blew up is when the Archduke Ferdinand is right. assassinated along with his wife in uh, I think it's a Serbia, right? Uh-huh. And he's a heir to the Austro-Hungarian Empire, which is <laughs> Germany and these people that are sort of the, the Axis, the Axis. You have the Allies, mm-hmm. and then they're the Axis. Uh, the, you know, again, there's no. I don't want to put bad or good because. These our all powers, uh, you know, power struggles. There's our countries mm-hmm. that want to get more power. But what what happened is in Serbia, pretty much Serbia was in in the rule of the Austro-Hungarian uh, Empire, but they didn't want to be right. So you had a lot mm-hmm. of these uh, patriotic people, if you could, you know, that were wanting to do things by force so they mm-hmm. assassin this guy the, the the story is actually pretty interesting cuz he misses the mm-hmm. first attempt with a bomb and then he catches him later just by by luck and and mm-hmm. kills him and when he kills that guy uh, the guy who killed him is called um Gabrilo Princep. if you mm-hmm. if you search for, if you search for this guy Gabrilo Princep, he looks like 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 a damaged being but yeah <laughs> he was a young kid he killed the archduke Ferdinand who's the heir to the throne for the Austro-Hungarian and then that sort of you know exploded and then that's when the war actually started there were already tensions because the, uh, there were countries that felt other countries wanted to invade russia is also on the, on on the on the right side of europe wanting to mm. to conquer shit and at this stage the russians are on the good guys side i guess because they're all like you know at the end of the day an enemy of your enemy <laughs> becomes your friend right they're, they're on the ally side and the ally side yeah
0: yeah this is the first team up that that the the, the, the russians have with uh with the us and, and, uh, and then france and france
1: and the uk uh, uh, i mean and then, we might and, be wrong there but it, it I, th- I do think in the recent times like before that it's always been fighting and this time they all came together to fuck up germany <laughs> or to or to defend themselves from germany right
0: uh, well they came to defend what was it i think so austria declared war on serbia uh and then uh R- russia defend, Like it's like no you're not gonna do that uh we're gonna defend serbia and then and then Germany was like, no you ain't gonna do that we're gonna defend Austria So then like it's like a like yeah. a little <laughs>
1: yeah you had a bunch of allies and then, and then people gotta come in it's like oh fuck I gotta fight for my boy <laughs> <You> know <laughs> why not? Uh, he got shit. me last last fight he got me so I gotta come through mm-hmm. no, and, it, and it, it's crazy
0: and the, And the US didn't really really participate until towards the end they really didn't they didn't care for it as much Well
1: like in both wars in World War II they also came at the end.
0: Because they just come they, to, they
1: just come at the end to finish the thing. It's like, hey, we got this, guys. It's okay.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, they came at the end. They they okay. They got involved because they got involved. Like they were helping their allies. Then one of their their ships got shut down. So then they felt obligated to get involved. You know, like that's when. What's that? Always, the the,
1: the lucinasia or the
0: the euthanasia? The lucite the USS Lusitania. The, yeah. <laughs>
1: the uss Lusit
0: uh what, Le- what? Lus- lusitania i don't know what something like that. whatever
1: <laughs> uh yeah but they blew it up it was, was it a commercial ship
0: it was a, it was a it was like a cargo ship it was it was taking people or like um like uh, just equipment and stuff like it was it was giving resources to allies yeah so it, it wasn't a, a combat ship but that's when when also when the when the the u-boats the submarines were, were being used a lot by the by the germans yeah, the Germans
1: uh, became really good at the U-boats, mm-hmm. or the submarines. Mm-hmm. And, well, in the, okay, so let's get back to the movie. Yeah, we're not, I
0: was like, we're not even talking about the movie anymore.
1: <laughs> Hopefully people like this and got into the movie. I mean, if you're watching this and you didn't see the movie or don't care about World War I, it's going to be kind of boring, right? It's like fucking nerds talking about this shit. But it's actually, to me, it's one of the most interesting wars. World War yeah. I think is the best one. Best one so far. So we'll see if, if we can top it. But yeah, World War One. this is the first time that modern warfare is introduced into war, meaning rifles, planes, tanks. Tanks was a big, big difference here. And Germany was coming strong. Germany, I mean, it's not a secret that, that Germans are fucking really good at engineering, are, are building machines, and just innovation in general. Uh, yeah. The Germans are a fucking
0: powerhouse in, in then in, in all in weaponry and and, and war yeah. we, had, we also had the the machine guns we had the flamethrowers we had the we had the gas this is where, where the gas was introduced yeah mustard gas yeah horrible things
1: and also it was one of these wars which i always find it to be weird you know how like in war they have these etiquette where like there's a morality to war where like there's a certain things you can use in war but then other things that you cannot because you will be unmoral moral. And then in this war, World War One, it was one of those wars where people said, fuck the rules, I'm gonna fuck you up any way I can. And that's why you had s- such gory situations of death. Now, again, this might not be, re- I mean, this is related to the movie, but isn't it weird that like, there's like an etiquette to war when like, like if you're trying to win, then there's no rules, right? I mean, I'm not saying, I'm not a moral person. I wish we didn't even have to go to war. I wish everything was able to be fixed morally and in a civil way. But in the case that you do need to go to war, by you limiting your force to follow moral codes, you're sabotaging your own chances of victory. So to me, it's never made sense, you know? What do you think about
0: that? I mean, they've always said, uh, what's the thing that they say? Um, um, All is fair in love and war. So anything goes when it comes to war, no matter what. It's it's just really who thought of the idea first, you know? Like, who thought of the idea of making gas? Who thought of the idea of making, like, machine guns and and making things that are tools to increase the efficiency of, of you killing? Because re- right. really, that's what it is. Yeah, we're it's, a not, we're ratio try... it's a exactly. kill thing.
1: Exactly. Yeah. It's a kill rate, actually. Kill rate. How many... How many people can this machine kill in a second? Okay. Right, right, right. Kill rate. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, it was brutal because cameras weren't. I mean, they were already created, mm-hmm. but you know, video cameras and you know things like that. They were still like very primate. So you don't really see that. That's why World War II is also more interesting to people because it's a lot more visual aid. It's a lot mm-hmm. more t- pictures of it. It's all you know. Mm-hmm. It's a lot yeah, more like media.
0: That. More, more first-hand encounters and you know like with world war one it's a lot more
1: of what people wrote in their diaries and what they tell and i mean one thing we haven't mentioned this movie cinematographically is so beautiful <laughs> it's shot so well It's, it's i don't know to me i just found it to be so beautiful like i don't know how to say it but like the filters that the that the movie had, it was weird. It was just it made it feel so crisp and so in the date, you mm-hmm. know. You felt you were at in that time. It almost felt. I think it's for like four K. Like it, it just felt v- vibrant. The colors. Um, I fucking love that part of it. Like, like I, even though I liked the plot and I liked the movie itself, just for the graphics, I was like, this is insane it's such a beautiful movie um so yeah i just wanted to say that I th- I thought yeah it was
0: a- there the, the there was parts there were scenes uh, where you know i would get cold and i was like i started feeling cold and i would stick my hands in my in my pants you know just to to feel like how how they were feeling at the time you know like oh shit like damn um it, it's it's insane you you really do feel it immersed into the into the setting um cinema telegraphy was was excellent at this one,
1: yeah all right so so when you know the movie starts with this group of kids, they're like nineteen years old, they join the army, they're very happy, they're you know super uh enthused about protecting their country and going to fight you know they're they're thinking of the drum roll and the oh the brotherhood and shit, but they you know they're not thinking of what comes with that, right, so then they go to war, they get deployed to the western front. I don't. I don't know if the. Yeah, sorry.
0: Go on. No, no. Like uh, it's it, at this point, um, the kids, their kids. They're still young, uh, young adults, or younger than the legal age. That to the point where they require a, a, a parent signature to even enlist. Mm. And then there's a scene where one of the one of the kids, uh, the main character, um, he forges his parent signature because he knows that his parents won't let him join.
1: Yeah, that's true. At the beginning. And you mentioned something very interesting that the movie, even though it is linear, because it doesn't have these flashbacks Tarantino style, mm-hmm. or uh, what's the other guy, um, the Italian? Uh, fuck it. The Leonardo DiCaprio <laughs> movies, um, uh, Scorsese. Uh, uh-huh. He does that a lot too with the flashbacks. This movie is linear, but it's funny because what you're saying is you see it as a, as a cycle that comes back and forth. Because the actual thing that's happening has a dynamic. Like the worries of kids going in the grinder and then coming back and we get their clothes back and give this clothes back. Like it's funny because when the when the main character picks up his uniform, he's like, Oh, this doesn't have my name. And he's like naive about it. And then the guy's like, Oh don't worry, maybe we got the wrong one. And he rips the name off. He's like, No motherfucker, this was somebody else's that died. <laughs>
0: Somebody that just died. <laughs> yeah, he's like,
1: he's like, oh, this is not my personalized uniform. No, motherfucker. <laughs> You're getting Bobby's uniform. And you know what happened to Bobby, right? Well,
0: here's his uniform. Here's we couldn't find the, the rest of them.
1: <laughs> and, and so you, you start going through this endeavor or this journey with this guy, uh-huh. and you start seeing him go from like a boy to having to now become an animal mm-hmm. to, to live, to survive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And one thing you don't realize that this movie lets you see is the length of the fucking war. The war is long. It's like four years long. Mm-hmm. And you might have this vibrant energy to go kill and defend your country for a few days, you know? But four years,
0: they're all destroyed. They're all um, dead inside, mm-hmm. you know? Right, right. But, I mean, they this... I don't. I don't know if this or sorry. I don't know if the p- point in time where these kids join in is the beginning, or I think this was probably like that same ending year, nineteen eighteen.
1: No, no, yeah, that, that is true. But what I mean is,
0: or 1917. or Or no, I think it's actually towards the end because like they talk about how some like you know when the people start uh, they start writing off like the people that that uh, are are dead or killed in action, and they they say a certain date it was november something and they're like oh this guy it was his birthday like uh, yesterday or something like that. so it's 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 fairly it's fairly close to the end of it right right but it is true that even towards
1: the end of it it was a meat grinder where they would send hundreds of thousands of kids in and then they died and then you send more in and it's like a cycle like you were saying mm-hmm um, I don't know, I, I'm not clear on what was the timeline for the kids that went, like how long they were there, but it did seem like they were there for a long time to the point where they were getting bored at one point, like just waiting and they just wanted it to end. And mm-hmm. I, I, you know what I remember when they were like all frustrated about like, when is this gonna end? Like, we don't know. It mm-hmm. felt like when the pandemic was happening and, and nobody knew anything, like at the beginning of it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were like, fuck, is, like, is this even, like is this gonna be like a like an event where like, I say like we're all gonna die or some shit, and mm-hmm. they, you know, they thought so, you know. Um right. You know, there's there's one scene that's super crazy towards the end when he's like one of the only ones left alive of his crew, mm. and oh. he and he's like frustrated, and then he starts screaming to his captain like or general like general, I miss my my friends, you know, I miss my comrades, <laughs> and he's he's saying it desperately, and to me, it was so strong that scene because. This is something that you definitely wouldn't tell your general, right? Because you're going right. to look like a bitch. Right. And and, and you, you need to look strong, right? So, yeah, but the for, fact so, that yeah. he did it, it's almost like his mind was so beat up that his common sense wasn't even coming in and he was just screaming as if he was a kid. Like, I miss my friends. Like, what <laughs> happened?
0: <laughs> Where are my friends?
1: Because <laughs> it did feel weird. Like, why are you going to go into that state now? Like, you've killed, you've been. But it, it seems like his mind was just beat up and he just broke.
0: Mm. 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 that scene that scene was crazy like it's he like he he just realized what what the fuck is going on at that point in time where everybody's dying around him and he's he just wants to go back to some sense of normalcy um before this whole thing happened you know and which it, it doesn't exist anymore
1: Another scene that really hit me was one where they've already agreed, the high powers, that they're going to stop the war, like they're coming to a treaty or whatever the fuck. Mm -hmm. But then you have that general, that piece of shit general from Germany.
0: Oh, shut the fuck about that general, bro. The the (laughs) Tsar
1: or whatever the fuck. I don't know. Oh, my God. And he has this pride that he can't let go. So he's like war's stops at 11 well we're gonna fight until 11 and then he sends oh his my kids God. to kill the french <laughs> and then the main character finds himself like in a puddle with an, with an enemy and he's able to beat the enemy and then he, he, he like stabs him in the neck right and then he he sort of now feels like okay he, this guy can't kill me but then now he sees his enemy he's a french fuck anyways but he sees him and he's like he starts feeling bad, like "Oh fuck, you're dying!" And then he starts helping him, like to die in peace. Maybe I, I, I didn't understand. And then the guy was screaming, and he would close his mouth because he was like perturbing him, like he was too, you know, um,
0: disturbing. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that scene? That that was actually that was actually before um, they actually that was before that was before that scene. That was before even when they go to that camp where they chill to wait to hear the news about whether or not this is going to end or not. This was right before that, um, yeah. where he, yeah, he gets into the, like a, a trench, no, not a trench. Like he ends up in a hole. Yeah. No, no weapon. or just a knife. The guy, I mean, this is where suspension of disability comes in. The guy's literally pointing the rifle at him for like a good five seconds. And then like a grenade goes off or something and he, and he falls into the hole as well. And then they have like a struggle, and then he stabs him a couple of times, and then he fe- and then he's like he's, he he's the, the animal the animal kicked in right like the moment that the, the the guy walks in it's an it's it's two animals in in a hole fighting for their life. Once he's done with that stab and he walks away, and then he sees that he just killed a human. Like it's this is not this is not right in his mind. The something clicks and the, and and then, then he becomes. Uh, a little bit, like in the in that sense.
1: Yeah, and I think what <laughs> triggers him is that after he kills him, he immediately starts noticing the guy's suffering, and then like the human side
0: mm-hmm, hits him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And I don't, man, I don't know. I just this movie was just it really touched mm-hmm, me, you know, mm-hmm. harder than my uncle mm-hmm. has ever. <laughs> it, um, was, it was deep. It was super deep. Um. And yeah, it just <laughs> fucked me up. It fucked me up. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna watch it again. I think it's one of these movies that you gotta re-watch
0: well, when I saw the group of friends with the main character in the beginning, like before everything started, before the whole war started, they're like, "Yeah, hey, yeah, let's we're gonna go to war." Blah blah. I'm like, "All right, which one of these is gonna die first? <laughs> like, I was like, "Which one of these motherfuckers is gonna die first? And the highest inclination was the the guy with the glasses like immediately i thought you know the guy with glasses he ain't gonna make it too far without those glasses uh, he's out
1: a guy with glasses in a war is always dodgy it's mm-hmm. always shady because well you, you see you saw that he has like this string glasses right which like, i guess are sports it- mode
0: like like rubber bands or some shit I'm 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 just like yeah
1: you're you're kind of fucked with that like maybe if you had (laughs) modern Ray-Bans and shit that you could but with those little things yeah
0: nah you're fucked
1: another strong scene is towards the end they've already decided that the war is, is over you know now they're just hungry as fuck and they they meet he meets, like, the last living friends, right? He has, like, two of them left. And one of them is fucked in the leg, right? He's going to probably not be able to walk, on one leg at least. And then there's mm. two there's two things that happen here, right? So mm. they go get him food, and he's like, oh, get me a fork or whatever. And as soon as he gets the fork, he starts stabbing his neck because he wants to die. Now, this is something you maybe you can give me your thoughts on it, too. I, I'm thinking it's because he's like, well, if I'm going to be you know, limp or whatever, or not have a leg, like fuck it, like I don't wanna live. Which shows how much we take for granted having our legs and how much we take for granted the help that we can get if we didn't have legs today, in comparison to people that lost a leg in 1914, where you were kind of fucked. It's almost like an animal in the wild. If he breaks a leg, he's dead. He won't live, like if if an animal gets injured in the wild, you're fucked, you will die, because you, you, need, you need to be capable of going to get water, of, of, of attacking, all that
0: shit, you know? Of, of running, if, of if, running. It, if there's a predator. Now, um... Obviously, as,
1: as humans, this thankfully, we have been able to you know, evolve in a way where somebody that's not capable of doing that, well, we, you know, we as a society help them out, and, and we, we have a higher sort of sense of purpose than animals do. But Mm. you could still tell like, okay, back then, it's not like today where you have fucking, yeah, disabled service picking you up and taking you to Disney World. No, like if you were disabled back then, it was fucked. Now, I don't know, you tell me if maybe that was the reason. And then the other thing was, as soon as he starts killing himself, his plate of food is already taken by another guy as fucking hungry as fuck. (laughs) And he had been watching him. Fuck. Where I'm thinking, oh, he's watching him because he feels bad. No, he was- Bro and he tells you this is little moments in the movie where it tells you the reality of the situation. You become an animal, a survivalist. All right, so what do you think of those scenes? why do you think he killed himself?
0: I, I mean I don't, I don't think I, you, you saw the wound that he had. I think he was he was just slowly dying. I don't think he was gonna make it through that through that leg thing. Mm. that 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 wound was i mean anytime anytime in the in world war one where you would get shot and that bullet unless like unless that bullet was distracted even then depending on where you got shot you were bleeding out you were getting an infection you were you're later dying from the infection this this was a horrible one of the most the worst things to to get to for you to happen is for you to get shot in world war one because of the of the medicine that that was available at the time, the the kind of knowledge that was available at the time, so Boy, I, I mean, think in, he... that,
1: in that case, just any injury, you were fucked, right? I mean, uh,
0: I mean, like a like a surface wound, maybe like a like a cut, it wasn't that bad, you know, something like that, like a, like a bullet graze, but the bullet penetrates; it's inside. You you got the lead poisoning, you, dude. You're dying. You're you're dying. Mm.
1: Damn, so... that's crazy, right? Because you wouldn't. That's not the case these days, right?
0: No, no, it's a lot, it's a lot better these days in that case, um, but I I feel like maybe he wanted to take control of that situation, like he he wanted to die on his own terms versus just was sitting there waiting to eventually die, you know, and yeah. and be fucked because regard like he's like he knew that he was not that, that even if he could survive, it wasn't gonna be a, a decent life. Yeah. That's um, um. Yeah. It's insane. It's insane.
1: This movie, I recommend it to, to everyone. I mean, obviously, if you're watching the podcast, you know, you've, you've seen it. All Quiet on the Western Front. you think that was like a like an irony? Or do you think it was because there were times when it was quiet? Because <laughs> the Western <laughs> Front, the Western Front is the line where they were pr- pretty much fighting at, which was the border between Germany and France. Uh-huh. And the fucked up thing about this war is that at the end of the day, they made trenches, holes in the ground, so that they could have like a cover and they were opposing trenches, right? Mm -hmm. And the line would move a little bit up and down or left and right, Mm -hmm. you know, like as you were gaining territory Mm -hmm. or as you were losing. And the line moved like barely nothing Mm -hmm. throughout all those years, just to show like nothing really was Was accomplished. accomplished. Yeah, from any side. And then they eventually decided to do a treaty. I don't know if that was a treaty of Versailles, Versailles, or I if think that, that was the was. second war, or maybe the first one. Because Hitler, so on, on this one, when they do the treaty, they do it with the French in a train. And when Hitler, when Hitler um, invades France, he's injured from World War One, so he comes with a vengeance, and he actually. F- forces um France to to give up and surrender and he he tells them to sign the treaty in the same train that they that they made the Germans sign the treaty on the war before sort of like payback
0: so like like gotcha bitch <laughs>
1: yeah and then they invade France and they take control of France you know obviously that went on for many years until the mm-hmm. allies decide you know England and, and and other countries decide to to come in but that's world war 2 We'll talk about that on on another movie uh, about World yeah. War Two, but World War One, man, I think a lot of people need to just look look up that history. It's so interesting, it's so important to know. It gives you a base of what was happening in that time and why we're where we are today. You know, it, it all evolves from from those times. You know, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I I loved it. Uh, I loved the fact that it was in German because it, it gave it an extra, <laughs> an extra. I don't know, like. An extra, uh, yeah, feeling of just re- reality.
0: Uh, look, looking at this film, I, I I drew similarities to to what we're kind of going through now with the whole Russia thing, and I and I imagine, you know, like a, like a young Russian kid going over there to to this whole Ukraine scenario, and you know, not really wanting to be there. Or, or, or you know, thinking it's like a fun thing, like, hey, look, I, I, you know, I play, I play Call of Duty, uh, yeah, I could, I could, go do this, you know, like kind of scenario, and not realizing the even though now it's more advanced, not as bad, maybe be, better living situations or better, better living quarters, but it's still, it's still war. Like you're still putting your life on the line for for the decisions of people that on higher up positions that. You know, don't necessarily care about about your well being. They just care about about power or or political gain or or resources to to better to better themselves. Not really about about the people. I, I think most of these times that this is what happens with these wars.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a horrible thing. It is a reminder, you know, to try to find peace. I know it's not easy. Some, you know, because mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes you have to be violent to stop the violence, right? Mm-hmm. Even though it sounds like counter-intuitive. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know the answers to to stopping wars and and stopping the incentives of certain individuals to want to get more resources from one place or the other, because at the end of the day, it's all a fight for resources and a better strategic position. I mean, that's exactly what it is all the time. Uh, but yeah, uh, this movie, on the Brosky doodles, Scale. This is a very important scale. You know. <laughs> Rot- Rotten Tomatoes. IMDB. They look at this scale to see, you know, to, to sort of to, to decide they're how they're gonna yeah. to decide how they're gonna rate it, you know? Yeah. And I'm thinking with this movie. <sighs> I'm gonna give this movie an eight for the story behind it for the, how accurate they were with the time and, and what happened, and for the amazing cinematography. It was mm-hmm. one of the most beautiful movies, cinematographically speaking. Solid 8 in the Broskidoodle scale from Kiko El Flow.
0: Bueno. This one was a very good movie. Um, I'm inclined to even go to an to an 8.5 because i i did like the novel i mean i don't know this is kind of a novel concept for me in movies where where everybody gets liquidated like all the characters get uh, um destroyed spoiler alert by the way every single character dies that you that you build a relationship with including the main character which you didn't expect because you're like dude it's it's like 15 minutes till 11 this guy's gonna make it right mm, fuck. and then like the the other scene where the the they go get the the goose egg and then they they get out of that and the, the little boy chases them with a shotgun i'm like yo dude seriously i i i like at this time this is gonna happen you guys made it like we're gonna go see your wife and and all this stuff and no then, then uh, it was very yeah it, it hurt in a, like it hurt so good you know
1: yeah it hurt so good because yeah they almost made it
0: right right they're they're right and dude like when that guy when that fucking stupid ass czar dictator guy he's like oh we still got like 15 minutes to go till 11 o'clock We're we're gonna keep fighting this bitch. I'm like, yo, you go, motherfucker. Yeah, Yeah, you go, go, you go. maldito fucking maldito. yeah. It's easy, to, it's easy to send this
1: motherfuckers kids <laughs> to like, die
0: you're gonna go you're gonna do, go down as heroes or as cowards i'm like yo what the fuck this is over like <laughs> like you got 10 seconds on the clock and you're gonna go fucking do like a layup that's gonna cost you your life no there's there's no way like that i i no. would i would i would kill like i would put that guy in jail and kill him this yeah. shit's over it's done why are you sending these people? Like these, you could have saved all these people's lives. You, they could have been, still been alive, and you and you decided to send them in there to their deaths for no fucking reason because you didn't yeah. fucking advance. It, yeah. it was it and was, you know was, you lost uh, the war. Like that's and you know, it. Right? I, and you know it's over. You lost. What what else are you gonna do? Maldita it's so Yeah, it's so sad.
1: Um, but but obviously that it adds to the movie, right? Right, it adds, right. It adds to the movie, right. and um i mean, I mean and if and if that's what happened then you want to depict it depicted that way i don't to, know to how, the, how true it the, is you
0: know to the point where the the guy when like the guy get, uh, i mean character gets stabbed and he's walking out of the, the little trench he realizes that he was walking out of their very own trench where they had put up the little poster so oh. like they 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 actually, they're like what well, like he's like like it was it was pointless. Like the yeah, whole was thing funny. was pointless. They they never moved an inch.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is the and I think actually that's actually the message of the movie, maybe, or one of the messages is all this ordeal, all, all these lives, all this horrific stuff for fucking nothing. And how the greed and the senseless ambitions of certain individuals can dictate the sad ending of so many people's lives. And that's what happened in this war. And it's what happens in many wars, right? Uh, it's one guy, it's a few people at the top making the decisions of many people's lives. And I think it's just, it's to show how responsible we need to be as men and as a society uh, when it comes to this type of situations. And, and yeah, I give props to the, you know, I didn't research exactly who was a director, but it seemed Mm -hmm. like all the actors were new people, which I liked. I like when it's a movie where you cannot even relate the characters to any other movie. They're all Mm -hmm. new people to you. So I loved it. And it did seem to be kind of like an independent movie. Mm -hmm. And for the quality of it, I I thought it was amazing. I thought it was amazing. The aerial views where it looked like you were in a game, especially in the winter, and then the trenches and the fire and the bullets, it looked so beautiful. It's one of the, I swear to God, it's one of the, if not the most beautiful, probably one of the most beautiful movies i've ever seen uh, cinematographically speaking
0: yeah and and the french were eating good bro with the cheeses and the little sausages and the <laughs> they were eating good in those in those trenches then the, the germans were like stuck with like turnip bread or some shit yeah
1: yeah some weird ass <laughs> bread there um you know this is more no more to do with the war but just to also give a little bit of of highlights on this People think about the bullets, the 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 injuries, the uh, the tanks, the planes, but just being in those trenches in a humid environment what? with dead with dead people, with uh, shit, excrements, blood. You know what sucks? Being in one of those trenches, cold, getting sick, and and just dying slowly from sickness, and then having like I I just think it's important for people to understand that to live the life we live today. Is because of so many men on 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 both sides, you know, regardless of of you know what what uh, well, uh you, were, you are, uh-huh. yeah, or, or what side you were fighting for. Like mm. we, you know, we gotta, I guess, be appreciative of all that shit that happened in the past, you know, and that thankfully, you know, I mean, we've reviewed the movie Gladiator, and and this all goes back to the same concept, you know, of power, of greed, of wanting what others have, and doing whatever it is. Necessary to get there, and I think as men we gotta part of evolving is becoming more compassionate, understanding others, and yeah, we're not animals, so our nature is to help. You know, I read I think the other day that they were talking about like when was the earliest civilization or the earliest sign of a civilization, right? And they had already a certain time where they're like, oh, this is when they started doing cities and shit. So this is the first time that people got civilized, but then some some other person said that no. The first sign of civilization was actually much, much farther back. And it was like in the caveman days, they found like a bone of someone that had the bone had broken and it had healed. Right. Mm -hmm. And they say like, when you are an animal in the wild and and when cavemen were living, they were kind of like animals. If you're hurt, like we were saying earlier, if you get injured, you're not going to live enough and for that to heal because you would get killed you need someone to take care of you to help you so they they said that that bone that they found that healed signifies that for that person to have lived other people around him had to take care of him protect him feed him so that was the first sign of civilization and to me it was i know it's simple but it was such a beautiful revelation because it, it tells that no it's not our power to 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 beat people or, or to murder or to kill or to conquer. No, it's the power that we have that animals don't of helping others. Of me helping you survive, even though that's not gonna give me any anything back in return. And I think that's that's the base that we gotta start from and, and just love each other and and provide,
0: yeah. um, you know. Preach, keep call, keep call Pastor. Yeah, I'm
1: trying to find I'm trying to see If I can start a religion <laughs> And we can start Making that money
0: <laughs> That, that tax free money <laughs> That tax free bro That's the best one That's the best money Right there yeah, that, 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 was, that was a good message I liked it I liked it
1: Alright well, well We'll end it there uh, In the In the rosky Doodle scale It's an 8.25 Which is a mm-hmm. great Great score
0: For yeah, the movie take, Just for, for shits and giggles Let's take a look at um, Rotten Tomato right is Yeah that, Rotten what, that Rotten Rotten Tomato
1: there are competition. Bah. Competition. Competition. I wouldn't call competition someone that uh, that's so lower in the in the scale.
0: But uh, <laughs> what does say? What does it say? Oof, oof. 90 90 90 percent across the board. Ninety percent from the tomato meter and ninety percent from the audience score. So we're okay. so we're close. We're close. We're close. We're we're close. close. A little concern. We're there we're a
1: little more conservative people know that we have high standards we you know when you when you're a professional <laughs> movie reviewer the standards the standards are a little bit higher yeah yeah, yeah. and uh and, and you know and, and the participants are also a little bit higher
0: so it takes, it takes a little bit more to provoke that emotion you know that
1: right? sensation yeah because we we you know we've been desensitized of, of watching so much great films well 825 on the scale all quiet on the western front thank you for tuning in the motherfucking brusky doodles is kiko flow dj bj in the house